Chris's breakfast has gone 26 minutes to the hour of uh, 8 o'clock. Now, the Supreme Court of Appeal has upheld a ruling that Muslim marriages be legally recognized. It's uh, declared parts of the Marriage and Divorce Act unconstitutional. Several organizations took government to court seeking legal protection for women in Muslim marriages and the children. And the Western Cape High Court ruled in their favor in 2018, but the President and the Justice Minister appealed the ruling. The bid has now been dismissed. Siam Samai, uh, the Director of the Women's Legal Center, who instituted proceedings joins us on line. Siam, as alaikum. Shukran so much for your time on Breakfast 91.3 FM. Siam, this, of course, a huge victory for the Women's Legal Center. But for those who haven't been following this story, you know, explain to us just very briefly what exactly um, does this judgment state? Assalamu alaikum. Uh, firstly, to the listeners and also to you, Gula. Uh, um, yes, I mean, I think that, as you've indicated, in 2014, it was launched, 2018, um, we got a judgment. And I think it's important to note that the Supreme Court of Appeal actually affirmed that the state has an obligation to address the systemic discrimination um, and prejudice against Muslim women and children um, because of this particular non-recognition. And what we have seen now is that they declared provisions of the Marriages Act, Divorce Act, um, unconstitutional to the extent that it does not recognize Muslim marriages. It went further even to be able to say that the common law uh, needs to um, uh, is unconstitutional to the extent that it doesn't recognize it. So there's a lot of implications because the so the state has to bring in legislation uh, within uh, um, a 24 months. And during this particular period, there is what they call interim relief. Because we all know that there are women that is uh, currently in the process of divorce or would like to divorce. And um, uh, uh, what the, uh, what recourse do they have? Mm. And so this... This particular judgment also sets out what that interim relief is. So you can go to court and you can approach the court to obtain a divorce in terms of the Divorce Act. The um, issue is that the marriage in itself is still deemed to be out of community of property. Um, but there is a provision in the Divorce Act that speaks to equity. And that particular provision can be used to be able to ensure that there is equitable distribution of the assets. Mm. In addition to that, the Children's Act was also declared unconstitutional for not recognizing children born of Muslim marriages. And um, those are some of the key uh, uh, changes that has come in. Um, I think that there's going to be a lot of work to be done over the next 24 months to be able to remedy this particular defect. Um, and and we will um, have to lobby and advocate also for whatever changes we want in that particular uh, legislation. Yeah. But currently, it remains unresolved for, for, for Muslim women. Uh, but I can say that, alhamdulillah, we are a few steps closer to a final resolution. And, and we will be going to the Constitutional Court in 2021 for confirmation because we all know that if a, a different act or legislation is declared unconstitutional, it needs to go to the Con Court yeah. for a confirmation. See, I'm, not, I'm sure, you know, uh, many women, you know, or, or couples that are going through, you know, divorce at this point in time, I'm sure they might be very uh, a bit relieved because of the interim, interim relief um, that is being provided, like you've just touched on there for a second. But also, if you were to look at the current challenges, you know, and going forward, do you see or, or what kind of challenges do you foresee going forward with this legal battle? 
Well, I mean, one one of it is that, uh, firstly, I mean, this is just the law and this is just the broad framework in terms of income relief. At the end of the day, we do know that there is a lot of challenges to in our community, uh, you know, stereotypes. And it's more than just for a woman to be able to go to court for a particular divorce. Um, there's going to be a lot of stigma out there. But I think at the end of the day, uh, we need to be able to take this judgment positively and to be able to support women um, that goes through this particular process. So I just, that is the one thing. In addition to that, we also know that women can't just go to a lawyer and, you know, there's cost involved. But however, it's not as costly as before this particular judgment because I believe that organizations like Legal Aid South Africa, uh, the law clinics, etc., that has agreements with legal aid, pro bono lawyers, etc., can all be approached because to be able to ensure because everybody, they do know how to do a particular divorce. And I think the important thing for us as the center is to be able to just provide support to persons also who need um, assistance on how to take this matter through the particular court. So, so I do think that broadly it is mostly stigma. I do broadly think it's mostly the stereotypes, but I think that women need to be able to go through that particular process. There are also many lawyers that would not know how to do this, but they can get precedence to be able to assist women. Um, and and it takes a lot of relief. The, the, uh, however, at the end of the day, we must still go to the constitutional court, um, also broadly just for confirmation. So there's mm. a lot of uh, 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 work that still needs to be done, but I think that we need to be able to take this judgment um, as a positive step forward because really it has been more than 25 years. Yeah, no, and um uh, Muslim women have really suffered during this particular process. No, absolutely. See, I'm Samai, director of the Women's Legal Center. I think we need a lot more time to just, you know, um, dissect all the other information yes. that's associated to that. But we're going to do that in another program. But for now, shukran for your time and all of the very best and well done to you and the team as well. Shukran, Gulam. Shukran, wa alaikum, salam That, of course, is Siam Samai. She's the director of the Women's Legal Center, talking to us about the Supreme Court of Appeal that upholds the ruling on Muslim marriages. We want to get another opinion on the matter quickly. We'll be bringing in uh, Sheikh, uh, Sheikh Munir Abdurraouf from the MJC, um, who is also a UWC law lecturer and he specializes in Sharia law, uh, to share comments on the Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum. Shukran so much for joining us and for your time this morning on breakfast. What is your take on this judgment, Sheikh? Yes, um, regarding the, the SCA judgment, um, it's, it's definitely a, a, a step in the, in the right direction, especially the, the part of the judgment where um, it states that uh, the, the state is obliged within the next 24 months to enact legislation that governs um, or regulates the, the Muslim marriages as well as its, its consequences. And uh, this this is basically something that um, was also basically stated in the in the High Court in 2018 in the Desai judgment um, that, the, that, that, that the court basically um, or at least the, the government has uh, 24 months to to enact legislation and again now another 24 months has 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 been given but that is basically um, a step in the right direction. 
Um, as far as the Muslim community is concerned, um, there has been um, basically a, 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 a request from the Muslim community, like Muslim Judicial Council, United Alama Council, South Africa, since um, before even the, 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 the 1994 constitution, to have a piece of legislation that um, governs Muslim marriages as well as its consequences within the South African context, uh, context as Shia has 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 alluded to with regard to specific specifically the position of, of women. So as far as that part of the judgment is concerned, definitely I think um, he, um, the Muslim community should be happy about that. And also then uh, within the 24-month time period, we should then also, when, 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 when a, a draft bill or whatever piece of legislation does come out, um, I, I would uh, commend the Muslim community to then also um, put in input um, as to what the contents of the bill should be, um, or piece of legislation should be, so to um, confirm or co- conform with, uh, with the Sharia principles. Mm. And also, Sheikh, if you were to look at uh, you know the, the 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 sense of the laws, you know, how do you make sense of the laws applicable during the interim relief period? Uh, is it is it something would it be in in terms of Islamic law or South African law? Okay, now the, the issue concerning the interim relief that is not. Uh, basically, the, maybe the best type of, of, of a situation is it is interim relief. Something should have been given. Um, there was lots of um, discussion concerning the uh, no interim uh, relief being given in the 2018 um, decision of the Western Cape Division of the High Court. Um, I do, however, foresee some type of problems arising um, from uh, the interim relief as far as Islamic law is, is, is concerned. Mm. F- for example, um, if the, 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 the judgment does state, however, that um, a court could be approached um, for a divorce, um, bearing in mind that uh, the marriage was concluded in terms of Islamic law and not necessarily in terms of the African law, the Marriage Act or, or the Civil Union Act, um, if the divorce is, however, granted, um, would the Islamic divorce, Islamic marriage still be intact? In, in, in and these are the type of questions. In the Divorce Act, there is also something uh, referred to as Section 5A, which requires that uh, the, um, before the court uh, grants a divorce, um, it may, uh, upon its discretion, um, also require that uh, some proof or evidence that uh, the, the religious marriage has also been dissolved. Whether or not the, 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 the courts will make use of the provision is not certain, um, and the judgment doesn't specifically refer to, 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 to that section. Um, another issue um, which could be problematic is the propriety consequences. Um, in, in terms of um, Islamic law generally, the, the, the understanding is that uh, um, the assets in the estate are, are kept separate, right, between the husband and the wife, and they, they could, at the beginning of the marriage, uh, enter into a contract, an antinatural contract, stating how the, 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 the marriage should, should, should take place, and um, if there's divorce, how, how that should take place. Um, if the parties in this instance have not entered into such type of a contract, um, whether or not the provisions as um, provided in terms of African law would be in um, basically uh, in, in, on par with what with, with Islamic law is basically uh, could, 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 could be a problem. Um, and therefore, um, the 
the, the argument is that we require a piece of legislation that, that governs um, uh, Muslim personal law within the South African context in terms of, of Islamic law. Be in mind, this is interim relief. These, this is basically for those women and, and men. It advises both sides of, of, of the sphere that have no relief at the moment or find things very difficult. And as a consequence, the court had to give something. Um, again, here, um, if you are going to make use of this interim relief, and my, this is my advice to, to those persons out there, just to ensure that whatever you are claiming, be it the husband claiming from the wife or the wife claiming from the husband upon divorce, just ensure that whatever you are taking are also um, basically uh, accepted in terms of Islamic law. Yeah. Now, Sheikh, also something I think, and, and uh, time is just not playing along with us here. We're trying to, to, to juggle things around uh, because we need a tool to get more information with regards to other things associated with this. I mean, uh, barring the remedies, for example, needed um, around inheritance, does this mean there will be new laws now that's in place challenging the malpractices of an often prevalent uh, in polygamy. Yeah, I don't think that the judgment touches much on... I, I do see they refer to issues concerning interstate succession in the, in the judgment, but it's not that clear as well. But nonetheless, um, Muslims, even without this interim relief, they can make use of the right to, to freedom of testation, right, and, 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 and ensure that um, they draft a will, an Islamic will, that meets both the South African law requirements as well as the um, Islamic law requirements, um, and ensure that once they pass away, even if they are in polygynous marriages, they can also make use of the, the, the Islamic will in order to, to, to do that. Um, in the absence of, of a will, if a person does part, pass away, then definitely again, South African law coming to uh, in, into effect, and um, it, it might also be, it basically the interim relief does refer to those type of situations. Then lastly, just before um, be, 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 before we wrap up the interview, as a closing comment, what do you think this judgment will mean also for the processes of divorce which are handled by bodies such as the MGC and others? Yes, um, shukran for that question. As I stated earlier on, uh, the judgment does say that uh, the, the, the provisions of the Divorce Act could find, would find application. If an application for a divorce is now uh, made to the High Court, in, in the past it used to be that uh, prior to this interim relief that the, the, the marriage would have been concluded in terms of, for example, the Marriage Act, and now a, an application is made for divorce. They could either be an anti-national contract or not. In this instance, there was no marriage in terms of a marriage act, and, and now a divorce is based, application is made in terms of the the, the, the divorce act. Um, so this is something quite 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 new, and obviously I would like to see the first case that goes to the High Court or, or the Magistrates Court in, in, in this regard. Um, if, if, for example, one, the, the, the judge or magistrate would then request that Section 5A of the, the Divorce Act would apply, then they might request that, give me evidence, that there was a, a religious divorce. And that is where the Muslim Judicial Council, um, for example, would have the, the divorce or the talaq or fasakh uh, uh, yeah. certificate that would then basically be used as a basis now for the, um, for the, for the civil divorce. But then again, the, the Islamic divorce had already ended and now there is a application for divorce in terms of uh, the Divorce Act. So this is not maybe the ideal situation, but 
as it is called, it's interim relief, um, pending um, some type of legislation that will govern it more in a, a, a better and a proper manner. Yeah. Sheikh, let's leave it at that. Sheikh Munir Abdurraouf, legal expert. Sheikh is obviously a UWC lecturer who also specializes in Sharia law. I appreciate your time this morning, Sheikh, and all of the very best. Oh,